I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we've started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Alright, so um, usually we start the episode with a question. But today, this movie has brought me so many questions that I can't <laughs> pick just one. Because I thought I'd seen this movie. I think I did. Or maybe I just got so distra- distracted by the Sam Elliott shower scene that I had better things to do for the rest of the night. I, 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 I don't know. But I'm pretty sure I saw it. But watching it last night, I, I'm really <laughs> nervous to talk about it because it's it's like, did I actually watch the movie or did I just dream that I watched the movie? <laughs> and this is my thoughts because this this movie, they throw around dreamlike a lot. You know, this movie's so dreamlike. But this one's really dreamlike. Yeah, things happen for no apparent reason. No it's, reason. It's one of those movies where it exists in its, its like... own universe and with its own <laughs> rules and physics and everything else. If you were to pitch this movie, they would be like, "What? Why are you just telling me your dream from last night? No, we're not going to yeah. greenlight this." And yet, in right. 1978, someone at U Universal was like, "Floyd's fever dream last night was so good." We got to pitch it to Ross and Elliot. They're going to love it. They've been wanting to work together. This is the per- per- perfect shot. Kiki D can do the theme song. Which is, it's wonderful. I mean, it comes back like 50 times. So she that. won't it go break in our hearts. Places. No, there is a disco remix in the middle of the mm-hmm. movie. What more yeah. do you want? When there's when there's time for riding on horses with a disco remix playing it, I like it. They're not even like perturbed by the fact they're running for their lives. Oh, they're just no. kind of like, okay, let's just have a nice little <laughs> horse ride through the countryside this movie has the urgency of a doublement commercial <laughs> no, there's yeah. no consequences for it. The, the, like okay the first act of the movie okay not bad stuff's getting pretty interesting at the moment when the creepy gargoyle hand comes out of the sheet and grabs her she doesn't show the urgency required for this. I mean, this creepy ass hand grabs her and sticks a ring on that she cannot pull off. And she's like, right. you know what? I think I'll just go to sleep and we'll like leave in the morning. And then when they're like, uh, actually, the car is not going to take you there. They're like, oh, well, I guess we'll just wait until it's darker. I guess that's cool. Maybe we'll get some horses. Let's go see the countryside. Oh, fun. Let's go for a joyride. Let's just steal that guy's car and just drive around for 15 minutes doing nothing. It is the weirdest movie. <laughs> what the fuck is the, happening the deaths are very like proto final destination but yes. there's no build up to no. any of them like they just like happen like just someone's just standing by the fire and just and, like the and log just, just rolls out and they're like oh let me put this log back in the fire and then the fire just like <laughs> and like starts them on or fire someone beautiful. looks in the mirror and just gets shards all over them and then they're fine explodes. and then the mirror's fine and then the mirror is <laughs> And this cat, which we will never understand. <laughs> it's, is this cat? it's sort of a sequel to Cat People, too, I think. I'm not sure yes. because there's this yeah. nurse, Nurse Adams, who I, I think love is a crazy nurse. also a, nurse. a cat. Because <laughs> yeah, when, we don't know. Because there's like a fight scene with Sam Elliott and she's making mm-hmm. cat sounds. Like she's all like, meow, meow. she yeah. like falls down the stairs. And she's like, meow. 
Yeah, you hear the cat, but you don't see the cat anywhere. So maybe no, she is the cat. It's so it's, weird. It's, it's it's so it's it's nutty. It's it's nutty, nutty. And then you get this like a twenty four style ending with her just like owning everything, and she's it's like, like you know, girl, good for her, good for her, yeah. girl, girl boss here, just like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> living her best life with her. Actually, as I was watching this last night, I thought this has some similarities to the new Suspiria. Because it's like a woman from a different country travels for some unknown reason and finds out that she was always meant to be here because she has a special power. She's been chosen, you know. I mean, there's like 10 movies in here, but yeah, that's one of them. (laughs) One of the movies. There's also like just some typical uh, Agatha Christie and then there were none House on Haunted Hill type thing where everybody Mm -hmm. gets invited to the house and gets picked off one by one clue kind of stuff. And uh, uh, there's a little bit of ready or not too. with eventually they start offing each other. And uh, it's it's um, it's like (laughs) I feel like uh, Joey and friends where it's like "Mm, meet. Mm, yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Jam. Good. <laughs> First, we have a level of raspberries, and then we have lady yes. f- fingers, and then salted <laughs> meat and veg- vegetables. <laughs> I love all these things. I don't know that they necessarily work together, but like, I love all the individual pieces, and I love Catherine Ross. And uh, Sam Elliott is apparently a dick, but he he's, he's hot, so that's all that counts. <laughs> I swear to God, this movie is genuinely a dream. Like, if you describe this to your friend, they would be like. This doesn't make any sense. This this is no. isn't a movie. Like this is just you got really it's, it's... drunk and passed out, and this is what happened. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit like um, God, I hate when I blank on names. Um, uh, also seventies. Um, also seventies. Okay. At the apartment building. Apartment building. Uh, um. Uh, oh uh, shit. Uh, God damn it! You you the tenant? You've seen it? Not the tenant. Sorry, you've seen this a million times. I just can't think of the damn ah, what is apartment it? building. Uh, oh no! With uh, Be- Beverly D'Angelo. Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, the Sentinel. Yes, the yes. Sentinel. Thank you. Yes. I don't know why I cannot think of okay. that damn name. It's yes. a little bit like that, where it's just like the sort craziest of. shit just happens. Yeah, um, it's a lot. It's it's uh similar to like what we talked about beyond the door and that like sometimes mm-hmm. when you have more than like two writers, things get a little nutty in these movies. And this one has yeah. three, which um, you can feel like there's multiple ideas at play here only three though that's actually kind of only surprising three. any any news we were talking before the podcast i can't think of a whole lot that's uh yeah i guess we got uh, the tra- the trailer for hellraiser mm-hmm. the first yeah it looks it's, it looks interesting I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind I'm of intrigued yeah i'll give it a go see how it, it can't be any worse than some of these other ones hopefully no i think that's the great part is is that the, the original friend franchise has just beaten us down to a pulp to the point where we don't mm-hmm. expect much you know it's no, it's it's no. like an abusive stepfather you know it's just right, it's exactly. just withheld from us for so long that if they even show us the tiniest amount of appreciation or love we'll be like masterpiece masterpiece yes. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen they will be like wow this one didn't suck terrific i want it i want it to have like some visual style and not mm-hmm. just have that typical streaming hulu netflix oh, I know. flat shooting style but we'll see yeah, is that like a, a contractual obligation now like it if, seems if like you're it. gonna shoot for this studio you have to put this one filter on or else you can't put yeah. your movie out i don't get it it's it's yeah it's always sh- really flat mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it just does not have a cinematic feel at all like if you, no. if you play this movie some of these movies in theaters like they wouldn't look like they were designed to be 
made for theaters right it's, i don't know i think that is hurting some of these it bothers me a little bit things. yeah it's 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 a it's a thing yeah but yeah we'll, we'll see it looks uh i can't what what's the premise i can't even remember it's like it's about a like dude a, more isn't it i i heard it's like about like some like drug addict who's like trying to detox mm. or something and has to like solve yeah. the puzzle box and then here, right. here come the cinnabites i'm not sure why she's solving it but it looks like it's maybe like about like a rich person who's exploiting people to open the box so uh, that like they can see the cinnabites and stuff but not actually be dragged to hell i'm not sure yeah yeah, maybe it's huh. gonna be about that. I, I you can't okay. tell much from the tra- trailer except that you can't. The Cinnabites yes. look great. I think the de- designs are really I- interesting and imaginative, and not just the same yeah. old designs that we've seen. So ex- excited I about like that. The, the voice is really good too mm-hmm. that they have for uh, Pinhead. It's really, yeah, um, interesting. Excited. And uh, we'll see. Yeah, it could it could be could be good. Uh, no Julia, also getting, unfortunately, but you know that's a no that we know of. No, you know, maybe she could pop in there. I don't know. I hope so. Oh, make my day, please. Make my year, really? Yeah, right, really. Yeah. <laughs> what if like the whole movie they're just like running through hell and stuff, and then like at the end it turns out that the master of hell is Julia, and she's like, "I've been Ugh. waiting for you." Cut to black. You're like, what? Ugh. Don't don't tempt me. Oh my it's, god! It's, it, it sounds so good, and now it's not going to happen. I'm gonna I know. Be sad. <laughs> I'm going to be really sad. <laughs> oh. We'll see how Hocus Pocus Two is. I, I don't have any. I don't really have high hopes after that trailer, but we'll see I've been hearing this, this really week. good reports. Apparently, there was a screening somewhere, I guess, and I've heard some pe- well, people say it was quite good. So maybe I, I heard one know. person say that, but this person also loved the Monsters movie. So oh, okay. I don't know what to think about that. You have to <laughs> kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, that's coming out. We 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 were talking. There's that new Watcher, the Watcher series, mm-hmm. which neither of us have watched the trailer, but no, it has a great cast. I so saw the Naomi Watts promo with that just had Jennifer Coolidge kind of like mockumentary style, like show in a house. And so I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's like the tone they're going for. Like, is it more of a mockumentary or is it like serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd be open to something a little more lighthearted. That'd be fun. Why not? Um, we could use it. We could use it. Uh, that would definitely contrast with uh, um, Naomi Watson Funny Games from 2007, yeah. which is a laugh riot, really. <laughs> that feel feel good movie for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> kind of hate that movie so much. It's so mean. <laughs> it's so mean. <laughs> And I get that to the point, but it's it's so smug too. It's one of those movies yeah. where it's like, oh, look, you you shouldn't be watching horror because horror is all about exploiting people yeah. and watching people in pain. And don't you Why feel do you bad about see this, this huh? Ugh, you weirdo. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. shut up, you little preppy fucker, before I throw you overboard too. Right? Give me that remote control so I can fast forward through your face. <laughs> yeah. We got a. You said there's a Dead to Me season three trailer, which I've Dead not watched yet. Season three apparently comes November seventeenth, which is mm. exciting. That's that's like perfect timing, right around Thanksgiving. And... Oh, it's mm. gonna be so great! I think that's like one of the few shows that I've I've legitimately binged. Like I just just went through all of them because I was like, I've got to. It's wonderful, you know. I've and they keep going. They, yeah, I could always have more episodes, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a, if it's coming to an end, at least it's coming yeah. on their terms, and uh, I'm excited and. Um, well, I know Christina Applegate has uh, what, what MS, right? Have? MS, yes, yeah. yes. So it's it's that's sad. Yeah. Um, uh, 
I and so does her. Selma Blair, right? Selma Blair, yeah. Two of the sweetest yeah. things have uh, MS, which is Ugh, a damn shame. That's so sad. I started that Dahmer series that everybody's throwing a fit about. Yeah. It's, <laughs> How's it's, that? It's decent so far. I, I don't know. Everybody everybody has an opinion about it, and most oh, people yeah. haven't actually seen it. But, you know, it's one of those yeah. ones that, oh, it's the worst thing ever because it's glorifying all these killings. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. It reminds me of um, American Crime Story Versace, which I really oh. like that a lot. Well, and I thought that was that good. That was, it was good, and I think it focused a lot more on the victims and getting to know who they were, which right. never really happens. You know, usually mm-hmm. you just hear about the killer and maybe hear the names once of who they killed, but like yeah. they don't become household names like the killer does. And uh, and this is focused on like the some po- uh, police brutality stuff and sexism, homophobia, and stuff, and like just systematic racism so it's got a lot of like big ideas i'm only like three episodes in though so i don't want to like wow, make any make any episodes. big <laughs> but it's it's there yeah um like you just the, lifted everything in the world kevin it's well it's it's crazy but like the i mean the first the last person he killed or tried to kill um mm-hmm. escaped and went to the police and they pretty much didn't believe him because he was black and yeah. uh, they made him march him back to the apartment basically god and, oh which is just like i can't even imagine i heard there was that another when one. i was a kid that was it was so scary that's it's so disturbing oh my god and there was another like 14 year old that uh, he drugged and i think uh, uh did the drill thing a little bit too and that's but he right. was able to escape and uh, but didn't get very far and when the cops found him he, <sighs> he made up some story about how they were boyfriends or something yeah. and cops didn't ask any questions it's just so it's uh, so terrifying it's, it's, but it has Niecy Nash in it. She's good. I love so, Niecy Nash. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, so we'll see. It's uh, I I I I don't know. It's again one of those shows that everybody has an opinion on. So it, it'll but oh, give it like course, a week yeah. and we'll be talking about something else. So. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm not like as a rule, I'm not really too into like the true crime s- stories that much. But like, I, I think just just because you know Dahmer and Gacy and Ramirez, they've just been talked about so much now that I'm like, what could possibly be mind from this once again but um but yet you did bring up you know how we don't really talk about the victims of these things a lot and i saw something on twitter last week about uh, someone was talk talking about halloween ends and they were like if michael myers dies i'm gonna be so mad because that would be like they're emasculating a man i'm like who are these people that like idolize the killers in these movies? Like, I don't They're watch these legion. for them. Yeah. I watch them for like yeah. the victims. I want to relate to them. I don't get it. Friday the Thirteenth, I can understand a little bit, just because most of the characters are oh, terrible so stupid, and designed yeah. to <laughs> They're be so terrible dumb. and designed yeah. to be like. So like you kind of like you don't really connect to them, but like mm-hmm. Halloween, yeah, like you're not supposed to be rooting for Michael Myers. No, like it doesn't make sense to me. But it's like that yeah. seems to be like. I don't know if it's a majority, but it seems like it's a big chunk of this like fandom that that's like, I don't want them to ever kill Freddy or Michael or Jason. They're the man. Like, are they yeah. really? I mean, come on. It's it's strange. I don't. The only franchise that I think uh, pulls off making you feel for both the villain and the protagonist is Child's Play. Chucky. Really, yeah, just yeah. Because of, I was yeah. Say. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Even though he's, you know, he's terrible. He's, he's like, a horrible person. Yeah, he's a horrible person, but you, they find ways to make you sort of feel for him, which yeah. is weird. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but it's somehow. Oh, uh, that entire franchise is just a most beautiful balance, ba- balancing act. I don't know how they do it's it. Wonderful. It's wonderful. Oh. We got like a week or two before the next mm-hmm. season, which yes. is exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. This crazy ass season. <laughs> I can't wait. 
Oh, Bound man. is on cable. Gina Gershon's fingering me. I hope she does in cool. this season. <laughs> I hope. I hope there's fingering. Oh God! If only double the Tilly, double the fingering. You know. God, there's gonna be stuff. It's it's just a what a time to be alive. I know. <laughs> it really. Is. I never thought. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected if if anyone had it, told me a year and a half ago that this year would be well, yeah. good. After Seed of Chucky came out for like a decade, people were like, oh, that's the worst movie ever. No more Glenn Glenda. I don't want to see any of this crap. And then when we're finally getting Glenn Glenda back, it took us almost 20 years. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? I can't believe it's been almost 20 years. It's fucking crazy. It's nutty. Nutty. Still going. Still going strong. Don Mancini, also still pretty hot. Oh, no shit. (laughs) I mean, you would know. You you got an award from him. (laughs) Well, virtually, but. (laughs) Virtually. (laughs) Virtually, he was still very hot. (laughs) No, but I did meet him at uh, Texas Frightmare a few a few nice. years ago, and nice. he he thought my sleep waking up shirt was a um, Jessica Harper in Phantom of the Paradise shirt, and I was like, no, but I wish it oh. was. That would be very oh, nice, Don Mancini. Yeah, why haven't we covered Phantom of the Paradise? It's, I it's, know it's, it's fun. That's a we'll great do a musical month at some point. Movie. It's been a while for me. I haven't seen it in a while. So seventies musicals, man, they're just like oh. trippy as fuck. I know like, it's such a great it's, style. It's great. <laughs> Like, I think this movie needed to commit more to being, like, a full-on musical and, like, fame numbers and just, I mean, just be cuckoo crazy. It does have Charles Gray from uh, Rocky Horror. He could have just, like, narrated it. it. And it's got yeah, a couple yeah. that are brought to a strange mansion in the English countryside. It's got all the elements. Over at the Frankenstein place. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> the cat can have a number. Yeah. Memory all alone in the moonlight. Switching back and forth between being a nun and the cat in, uh, during the song. It's just like a morph. It's just like. Yeah. Animorphs. Yeah. Burnt out ends of smoky Roger Daltries. There's like subtitles trans translating the meows. <laughs> yes, we have a reboot idea. The late seventies, early eighties. I mean, what a time! I mean, we weren't alive, but like, what no. a fucking time! Like, I oh, just had Kate Edmund. What a time amidst like some really dark shit. Like, yeah, not dissimilar to what's going on right now. Indeed, um, we, they had super high inflation and energy prices, and uh, um, unemployment was a lot higher than it is now. But uh, it was, uh, I think, I think what I've realized, like, from this, from the period that we live in now versus, like, the early 90s and, like, the late 70s is that people knew how to take shitty situations and make them less shitty then. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, I feel like we don't know how to do that. We just make them more shitty. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, it's already pretty shitty. Let's just throw some more shit on the shit pile, you know, just. Right. Here's here's a three-hour movie solemn fest that just makes you feel like shit for the whole the whole time you know feeling suicidal not ready to pull the plug well go watch through this movie and you'll you'll have nothing else to live for i can imagine like going to the theaters for this one just walking out and being like what did i just see well i mean if you think about it if they were to make this movie today same script and everything if they If they tweak the tone just a bit, it would be a great, like, artsy-fartsy, highbrow oh, yeah, horror film. Right. You know? It would not be 
I don't think it's entertaining in the no, sense. No, it would that not. I would, but it uh, it would be very boring. But yeah, but they, I could definitely see them taking this premise and just uh, people would, the critics would say it was brilliant and had yeah. all these things to say about you know uh, marriage and a woman's <laughs> journey into. <laughs> I don't know satanhood <laughs> where are the simple joys of satanhood <laughs> why won't this damn ring get off my finger <laughs> yeah i mean it's a classic story of woman into satanhood i think 78 was kind of similar to the past couple years in the sense that like there was you hadn't like the slashers hadn't really kicked off and nobody mm-hmm. really knew what was next. And they were just right. like throwing everything at the wall to see what would, mm-hmm. st- what would stick. And uh, this was one of those things. And they were like, Hey, maybe this crazy shit will stick just like malignant last year. You know, it's right. like, we'll, we'll see what happens. Just throw it at the wall and see what happens. That's true. I mean, you had like something like Suspiria the year before this, which, you know, is Suspiria, also pretty, yeah. pretty crazy, pretty nutty, and, uh, pretty nutty. You know, so it's just yeah. stuff like that. A lot of stuff going down. A lot of stuff going down. What about this movie here? Let's see. It was uh, directed by Richard Marquand in his directorial debut. Um, he is a Welsh director. Go figure. Uh, directed films I've not seen, like Eye of the Needle and Until this September. And uh, I have seen Jagged Edge. It's been a long time, but I have seen that. Oh. Um, and a little movie called Star Wars Return of the Jedi, which made like $475 million or something. So... Is that an indie he movie? Went on I don't to, know if I've heard of that one. I, it's a little, 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 mm. little known film. Um, <laughs> Is that a hidden gem? A little, uh, <laughs> not in our podcast. <laughs> uh, like we said, this movie has a couple writers here. Three writers uh, started out with, I believe, Jim Jimmy Sangster, who did a lot of Hammer films, which I can, oh, I can feel that. that vibe a little bit with that. Um, the other one was Patrick Tilly, not to be confused with Meg Tilly, uh, <laughs> that we know of. But what um, if they're related? But it, it could be, could be. Um, or conspiracy. Uh, but no, he was mainly a novelist known for the Amtrak Wars, which I've never seen. I assume that's a, a book series about trains about fighting trains? each other. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> and also, <laughs> check it out. that makes a lot of sense considering this story. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're, uh, this movie is like, Planes, trains, no, horse, horse and buggies. Horses? And, uh, horses? <laughs> Motorcycles? How do they get to England? Do they take a plane? I don't, I assume so. I don't know. If I'm they just going to say the they, ever. they went on his motorcycle. Somehow. Okay. <laughs> they just parted That's the bull- seas and <laughs> the It makes as much sense as anything else. It's, it's, why not? <laughs> From Los um, Angeles to England on one motorcycle <laughs> with like one bag somehow attached. I don't know how. Three bucks, one bag. <laughs> no, what? Two bags, one me. There Say, where does a young prostitute get started in this town? <laughs> well, just don't go swimming. Yeah, don't go th- swimming. I mean, uh, yeah. That's where they That's kill the whores of the oh, legacy. Sh- she's the first one to go. So. She is. I love that she's like a swimming champion and a madam. <laughs> And and before she dies, like it seems like um, Maggie and Pete are like wanting to invite her into their bedroom yes! or something. Like Maggie's like, just like sitting there, going. Like, hmm. She's like, "Oh, what are you doing? Watching her? The yeah, swinging seventies. I like what I see too. Let's in- invite her up. <laughs> yeah, get her naked by that fire we got going. Oh, there's another writer. Okay, Paul Wheeler, who did 
again, movies I've never seen. Caravan to Bacaris, The Terrorists, and the, that movie, The Medallion, which I believe was that Jackie Chan movie from oh. the early 2000s, if I remember right. You know, this movie uh, is missing some martial arts. <laughs> it is. I mean, I think they could have added that in. What else? Okay, so Jimmy Sangster originally wrote a supernatural script set in a rundown hospital in downtown Detroit. So, you know, very similar to this movie. What the fuck? <laughs> and, uh, but uh, much <laughs> much to his dismay, <laughs> the script was altered uh, to more closely resemble a Hammer movie. Uh, although he did want to keep the American protagonists. Um, so they manipulated the events to make them come to the English countryside. Um, yeah. And that's 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 how that came about. Apparently, I, I don't know why. I guess Hammer didn't want something that was. I, I don't know. Did, were they involved in this? Was this a Hammer movie? I don't know. It's so. Universal. Yeah, I don't. But who knows? Um, <laughs> just to... who can say really? Uh, <laughs> so I guess the nurse was in the original draft. Maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah, she Cat seems nurse. like someone who would have been carried over. Yeah. Uh, it was produced by David Foster, who did The Thing, and... Uh, oh, that's right, yeah. I guess that was his, his big horror one, anyway. Yeah. Um, the Mask of Zorro. Not so horror there. Um, anything else about this? Uh, we have some alternate titles. We have The Devil's Doorway, because yeah. everything was The Devil's. That's then. true, yeah. And uh, The Legacy of Mag- Maggie Walsh, which I kind of like that one. I did, That has, like, a, a more prestigious kind of sound. I, I do like yeah. it. Like, it's classy. Legacy of Maggie Walsh. It's like, is that a story oh about Satan or alcoholism? I don't know. We may never know. Also, yeah. there's a character in Buffy named Maggie Walsh that I'm like, oh. did they take this from this movie? They were big, <laughs> they were big fans. <laughs> Interesting. Um, she's like a villain, so I don't know. Oh. Maybe it's her grown up. I, I don't this was know. her o- origin story. Anything else? Uh, principal photography, January 1978, Bray Studios in Breckshire, England, and then it was several other locations around the UK. Uh, it premiered in the United Kingdom on the 29th of September. Do you remember? Uh, 1978. <laughs> I'm sure someone does. <laughs> Somebody must have been there. You know, listeners, some of you, y'all were around and kicking. You probably saw it, right? Because um, then it premiered, premiered in the in the uh, US in New York City on September 28th, 1979. Um, and then eventually Los Angeles. I don't know if it ever had a, a wide release let me see what that is universal i, I would assume they would have done you would think so but it only made 11.36 million dollars seems like not much but maybe people just didn't see it i don't know what did the critics say the critics said uh in place of invention it uses contrivance and in place of imagination it uses shock um variety said the film uh with no tension or suspense but it takes an eternity to get down to business Yada, yada, yada. Dread Central said, uh, it's hard to hate a movie that spends most of its time being so off-the-wall ridiculous. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I guess so. The legacy doesn't work in the way it was intended to, but despite that, there's plenty of nonsense on display throughout. Which is true. That's true. Sam Elliott and Catherine Ross met on the set of this movie and oh. fell in love. So that's, there's that. That's a little love connection um, brought together yeah. by the power of Kiki D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the power of old haunted mansions in the UK. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a soul, possibly six. 
For no reason. I don't know why. For no reason. We don't know why. It's some sort of sacrifice, but I don't. Why six? I six six six. I guess I don't. I don't know. Oh, and they think they're so clever in the first scene too, where 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 she, she's like, "What's your what's your account number again?" Oh, blah 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 six six six. I was like, I caught that. <laughs> Think you're so suave, clever girl. This is gonna be a story about Satan, isn't it? Well, should we attempt to piece together what is happening in this movie? Uh, well, if we don't, who will? Um, who will? That's why we're so here. <laughs> there's there's this couple uh maggie and pete and they are interior designers of some sort yeah. apparently we're not really sure because we never really see them work they have this like hippie green organic house with all these plants growing everywhere and which is amazing yeah. which is amazing i want to live there but yes and she has like a flower in her hair in the first scene because that's how you know oh. she's a hippie Catherine Ross, so hot. Literally. Like, so attractive. These are like, like I'm... two of the hottest hu- human beings on earth. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I am like Kinsey 5 gay, but like, I would, you know. <laughs> know Catherine Ross, right? come on now. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's just it, perfect couple goals here. And yeah. um, she gets a, a, a call and this like, I think it's like $50,000 from this client. $50,000. I mean, and that was a lot back then. I mean, that's a lot now. That was but a lot. Imagine a lot back now. then. Good Lord. Yeah. And it's like, we want you to come to England and do this work. And she's like, what work? Like, is it a house? Am I remodeling something? Am I building something? And they won't tell her. And she's like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And Pete's like, maybe we, we shouldn't go because like, I mean, that's just bizarre. Like, you don't even know what the job is. <laughs> And she's like, it'll be she's like, fine. Eh, we'll it'll go. It'll be great for a relationship and uh, bring us closer together. <laughs> yeah. Which it does. They ride around in horses and buggies and it's 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 a good time. Yeah. So they just go off to England and they're like, we'll just leave a few days early, early and kind of just enjoy the countryside and stuff. And as they're driving down down the road on their um on their motorcycle, they're almost mm-hmm. like they are run off the road by this, you know, this fancy rich people car this little rolls royce and the guy inside calm comes out and his his name is jason mount olive and he's like i feel so bad about this i'm gonna fix your your motorcycle i'm gonna go into town and keep it there and then i'm just gonna bring you to my my country estate and 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 so they get there and he's like okay go ahead and go in i'll be there in a bit look for someone named adams and they're like Okay, cool. And so, and they're pretty much fine after just like flying off yeah, these motorcycles too. It's by weird. The way. They're Not wearing a helmet, but yeah, they're they're okay. Yeah, like they're they don't seem too perturbed by this whole thing. And like, well, yeah, well, they still got the, a little the song bit, like, playing in their head the whole time. The song, so that, the song, yes. another side of me by Kiki it's, D. It's inspiration for them throughout the movie. You know, brings them closer together as a couple, and it gets them through some really difficult times. Like yeah. you said, there's a disco remix at one point. It's, there is. I mean, it's, it, and it's used an awful lot, and um, yeah. we don't support Kiki D enough. I mean, she is a no. very important part of "Don't Go Breaking My Heart," and we're just like, that's an Elton John song. No, it's an Elton John mm-hmm. and Kiki D song. So and Kiki D, get it right, okay? There's two. I might even that say song. that she held him up for that song. I believe you know? so. Yeah. So now they're at this uh, this estate, this Mount Olive estate, and they do finally meet this Adams person who turns out to be this nurse, all in white nurse adams and she's like oh hello it's weird because she's just like 
bringing them to this room and she's like just stay the night here it'll take a long time to get your motorcycle fixed and she is a sociopath liar like she lies yeah. so much throughout this movie everything she says out of, out of her mouth is just a big fucking lie she can't trust worse her worse than the nuns in um ken russell's the devils yeah know? at least they had a good time with some like you know blogging some yeah they were really get, <laughs> getting into it in, in the name of christ you know um get down get down <laughs> so like there's like okay i guess we're staying the night here like okay cool like, i guess we'll just leave for town in the morning and just figure it out from there they're not really bothered by it and no it takes a lot to perturb these two clearly like i think they got very stoned before this and they're like let's just do whatever uh, man so. it's cool it was the 70s okay exactly they're probably very stoned good good for them everyone's very stoned. and um so she's just like i'll leave you alone you won't be bothered which is code for let's have some sex and which they, they do they 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 have sex and then afterwards they hear this noise and they look outside and there's this big helicopter coming bringing like all these people out and and he's like i guess we're here for a party there's all these people like five people get out and it's just like what's going on here mm-hmm. and um and they all look like very like rich and stuffy and it just who knows what's gonna happen and then um pete goes in to take a shower cue the gratuitous sam elliott butt which is a very yes. beautiful butt it's a perfect important butt. plot point that we it's needed wonderful. to have and every horror movie should really have one of these it's the only like nudity in this movie which i appreciate yeah. you know i think it's it's, like it's uh more male nudity yeah bring it on especially if you look especially like sam elliott. yeah you know? yeah yeah especially for the 70s when you oh get God, yeah. mainly female nudity and stuff it's like exactly. it's, it's 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 nice it's refreshing and it so he goes into the shower and then the shower tries to like kill him because it just goes like really hot and he can't turn it turn it off and he like slips and he falls through the glass. It's a weird scene. It's like, really yeah, weird. You, you don't really hear the glass break, I notice. It just kind of like happens. And yeah. It's, like, it's it's kind of it's it's just an odd scene. Yeah. Well it's magic glass, you know. It's magic glass, yeah. Mr. Mon Olive had it made especially. So yes. that he could there, play these there are a lot party of, games. Yeah, oh, there's a lot going on here. A lot of Final Destination style antics going on here, yeah maggie's all like oh my god you've been hurt you've cut your back and so she goes and like walks around like trying to find some someone to help them and she finally walks in on like this weird board meeting between nurse adams and like all the servants and staff and stuff and they all like turn and like look really weird and she's just like um um, uh uh, he hurt his back and i need something to help him and they're just like, uh, <laughs> we'll help in a bit. Please leave. And she's like, okay. <laughs> We're kind of busy here. Like, like what's going see. on? <laughs> and like, no one's really telling them like what's going on or who these people are. Yeah. And then that night, like they're all, they all meet up for, um, for drinks and stuff. And they're all like talking about like, oh, I'm here to see J- Jason and, and Jason's dying, and they're all like, well, that's weird, because uh, he brought us here, and he looks fine. And they're all like, what? How is that possible? Never strange. really find out. We really don't. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Does, but, uh, does he have a disease? I don't get it. I don't know what happened. That was in one of the scripts at, at some point, probably. At some point. They just didn't transfer it, clearly. They were like, we don't need that. Not important. We've got horses. We, the, we got horses. We got five-minute musical montages. Come yeah. On. What more do you people want? 1978? Come on. And one one of the guests, Maria, who is a a, a swimming star slash madam of a whorehouse. The most beautiful apparently. sound I ever heard. Maria. Maria. And Harmony. she's just, she's <laughs> she's just like 
swimming in this big ass beautiful 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 pool and um at that point pete is like looking for someone to like tell him where the phone is or something and he like sees her swimming and he just keeps watching and then maggie comes out and she's all like what are you doing and he's like just browsing and she's like maybe later and um and we're not really sure what's going on there and then so they leave and have some more drinks and that's when Maggie uh, starts to try to come up from the pool and she can't because someone or something has put the cover over the pool and she's trapped and she drowns. What a way to go. That's a horrible uh, way to die. Yeah, I'll give you it's a it's, it's a it's a uh, pretty terrifying yeah. uh, way of dying. I mean, just the, the idea that you can't get above the water and you're trying so hard and it's just oh, it's it's awful primal things that we were supposed to be afraid of you know it's it's, it's creepy yeah. although i will say valentine did this exact same death but made it even scarier because they a- added a drill when in doubt yeah, add a drill it is it is there supposed to be a, a covering over the water or is it that's just what like i the thought water has become like or is it like a psychic cover like a like a thick... i thought it was kind of a psychic thing i guess or like where she can't get above like break the water barrier but yeah it's, it's, i can't really tell it, it could be some like actual cover it's i always thought it was i mean it, i'm not sure i mean it you see an actual cover but i don't know if it's like actually there or not you know one of those things yeah. where if it's like she's just imagining thing. who knows yeah, I mean, who can tell with this movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, again, because it, once they actually find her, and logic. there's no cover, and they're all like, "Oh, I think she must have just hit her head." And a very final destination, right? They're like, "Oh, yeah. it's it, it's an accident thing," and uh, even though it was very clearly not an accident, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll go with that. And then Roger Daltrey shows up <laughs> just yes. as like this rock star, I guess, named Clive. And yeah, he just he's like the last one to the party. So then they discover that uh, Maria has died and they're all like, what could have happened? This is so bizarre. And then um, they get this call that Mr. Mount Olive wants everyone to come up to his room, except for Pete. He, he's got to, you know, stay, stay where he is. And they come up to his room and like they bring the lights up and all of a sudden we see it's like this hospital room it's very strange and like it's within this like weird glass structure and and you're like what the hell is going on and he calls maggie to the bedside and she's like why am i here this is weird and he's like talking like this like he's all like he's so weak you're like what's going on and then this gargoyle hand just grabs her and sticks this ring on her finger and she passes out i guess from like fright or some shit and then like she wakes up and and she's just like not really bothered by it like she tries to get the ring off and it won't come come off like she sticks her hand under the faucet and she's trying to slip it off and it it won't come off pete's like we should leave and she's like no we'll just like wait until the morning like there's no urgency whatsoever if you saw this creepy creature you would be out of there so fast, but she's just like, "I'll well, he, take a nap." He he tries to go and call somebody, but the line doesn't yeah. work at all. So yeah, the they, line's like, down. I guess we'll just stay here. Yeah. The next day, they try to leave, and it's just like one thing after another, trying to keep keep them there. And eventually, they steal some horses. And escape into the town where it's just populated by like three people, and all of them are people that also I think work at the mansion because we've yeah. we've seen them, 
It doesn't yeah. really make sense. And then they're like, what are we going to do? This, this, this place is crawling with all these people. And then the chauffeur shows up and parks outside this place and goes in. And, and, and they're like, we've got an idea. We're going to steal the car. So they steal the car and they start driving and they're so happy. And then they're almost run off the road by this, this truck. And, but, but then they're back on the road and you're like, yay, they're going to get away. And then they're like, this looks really familiar. And they stop and they realize they're at the mansion. They're on the same freaking road and they keep driving and it just keeps bringing them back. And finally, after like 15 times, they're, they're just like, okay. I don't know what to do. So Maggie gets out of the car and just like walks back in. And he's like, what are you doing? We're not going to walk back in there. And she's like, I don't care. And he puts her back in the car and he tries to start it again, but it won't start now. And he's like, why doesn't anything work in this damn country? And then she's just like, okay, well, seriously now I'm just going to go back in because it's useless in just staying out, out here all night. (laughs) So they just walk back in. You know, Cut, cut back on the xenophobia a little bit. Okay, Pete. <laughs> yeah, this damn country. And at one point, they're driving because she's she's the one be, behind the wheel. And they keep going in c- circles. And, and and he's like, maybe if I drive, damn women drivers, let me, let me Typical. drive. <laughs> Typical man. <laughs> and it doesn't work for him either. So s- screw you, Pete. And, um... So then, like, they're they're just like, I guess we'll stay. And one of the guests, I think her name's Barbara, because we don't really learn much about, like, any of these people. Yeah. Um, yep. she, all we will learn is via newspaper article snippets later on. Yeah. <laughs> and she shows up with a dress for Maggie, and it's like, this will look great on you. And then she sees in, like, the parlor that there's this portrait of her that was actually, like, her like great great grandmother or something yeah yeah and she's like oh my god it looks just like me and then she tells uh she she tells pete and he's all like okay this is just crazy this is just weird and then there's like a diary or something from the the great 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 grandmother that she reads and it really tells you she spends most of the rest of the movie just like reading newspaper articles and books and which i do like library research sequences but there's a little bit of that Um, but it doesn't doesn't really come up with a whole lot other than doesn't really tell us a whole lot we don't already know other than the fact that these people were all terrible Mm -hmm. and they did terrible things so now they're being punished to some degree for their right terribleness but at the same time they've also been blessed with this power from these rings that uh I guess it was one of those X number of years deal where now you got to pay the piper because you've had, you know, typical devil deals, but yeah. Well, because Clive, he chokes at dinner on a chicken bone, even though he was eating ham at the time. What? An imaginary chicken bone. And then nurse Adams tries to perform this tracheotomy that just is not, I don't think that's how you do it because she's She's very slow. She's uh, a, it kills him. Yeah, she's not even as good as um, the lead in The Haunting of Julia. No. It's, uh, no. it's, uh, it gets pretty bad here. <laughs> and then poor Carl, he like, he tells Maggie all this information and then he, he's in the, like the study by himself and there's a fire and this log like rolls out and he's like, oh, let me put that back. And then the fire just like explodes on him and catches him on fire until like three seconds later he's just this like smoky skeleton and then the servants like gather up his corpse and like 
feed it to to the to, to the these dogs, dogs which <laughs> Pete sees. And but the ring is okay. The ring is the like ring is fine. The- <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 ring will be fine. Okay, it'll be fine. <laughs> and then he's like escaping. He's like trying to escape, and then he, he he knocks on the window where Maggie is reading all these newspaper articles about how everyone involved like killed someone, and then they kind of like they sort of die based on like how they killed someone or something. It's it's very confusing. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, and um. And then because, uh, uh, what's his face? Clive had given one of his band members like pills and he yeah, choked, choked on those. And now he he's going to choke on a quote unquote chicken bone, I guess. Yeah. And there was like and I guess Carl burnt someone. I don't know. I Who knows? Something like that. And then it, it, this just keeps getting weirder and weirder because it, it, at some point, And this is probably like way earlier in the movie. Um, Maggie sees nurse Adams standing at her door in the bedroom and then when she looks back it's just a cat it's like a white yeah, this cat. cat has been in and out of scenes throughout the movie pretty much yeah. um before the pool scene it was just like randomly walking like it was going to save her and then did nothing basically mm-hmm. it was so yeah it, i i think your theory of it being for some reason being connected to the nun makes sense i, I it, as much sense as anything else does i, mean, I don't understand uh, why she's a cat i don't know yeah, we don't know we don't know it's a demon thing i guess i don't know and it's like at at some point like she even asks them like is this black magic or witchcraft and they're like i guess that's what you'd call it and she's like well, yeah, i don't, don't like what's happening here they don't think much of it. They're like, yeah, well, we, we worship Satan. Like, what, what's the big deal? <laughs> like, you know, it's... it's all the rage these days, Maggie. Come on. Come join on, our join ha- happy crew. <laughs> and then this uh, this guy named Jacques, they think, is the one doing this. And he thinks, like, Maggie and Pete are the ones doing it. And then, like, they try to warn Barbara. And she is like, okay, I'm going to call the chauffeur and leave. And then as she's done that, then... They leave, and she looks at her mirror, and it just explodes in her face. And then, like, her blood pools on the floor and, like, drips through the ceiling and starts to drip in this wine glass. And they're like, oh, my God, what's happening upstairs? And, like, I think Maggie goes up first, and then Pete goes up and, like, just finds her, like, in a ball in the corner. And she's all like, I think I did this. I think it's my fault or something. Like, it's so weird. And then it's like, it's so hard to even remember what happens because at some point they try to leave like in the daytime and Jacques is up on the roof of the house with like a gun and he keeps trying to shoot Pete. And then Pete finds a crossbow and like takes a shot at him and kind of wounds him a bit. And then he, and then Pete gets shot. Like it looks like it just barely grazes his head though because he's basically fine for the rest of the movie and then maggie runs out and as pete is is about to shoot him again she just like stares at at him just glares and then like the gun explodes in his face and he falls off the roof mm-hmm. and it's like she's got the power now or something she's got the power apparently she's got power i'm not really sure mm-hmm. how she's got the ring now because he gave her the ring that's so right she has power like the rest of them it's like I, I guess as see there's an internal dies. logic to this, Chris. You just don't okay. understand. <laughs> sure, <laughs> makes perfect sense. <laughs> and 
So now I guess she's like the heir to the legacy. And then she goes to see Mount Olive in his like little hospital bed. And he's like, he says something, but it doesn't make sense once again. And he like passes the power to her. And then she has to choose six heirs of her own who will be sacrificed once their time has come. And Pete like grabs a computer monitor and like tries to like, electrocute mount olive and things explode and then he dies but maggie's got the power so who cares and and so now that she's got the power she's now lady margaret and like the whole staff is like bowing down to her and stuff and she gives pete the ring so he'll be like the first the first one in her six to have the power posse and then he's just like, what are you going to do with all this power? And she's like, I don't know. Let's take another joyride on these horses. Cue the credits. I'm going to Disney World. I mean, like, what is this ending? It's just like, she's like, I, I, I don't know what to do. Isn't this a lark? This is so fun. It's like people have died, but, Margaret. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, again, to me, it's very similar to like every A24 film. where It's true. Good for her. Now she has yeah. the power and she, as opposed to this evil dude who was doing shit and maybe she'll use it for good. Maybe she'll use it for evil. We don't know. But she's going to go right off into the sunset. And, I think it's uh, time with for her hot a, boyfriend. So. Time for a sequel, maybe. Uh, I need, what what I she mean, been doing? They're both still around. They're both still kicking. They're both still around. <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> yeah. The legacy of the legacy. That's okay. I love it. You can have Leprechaun 3. I will take this. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't love it. I had quite a good time okay. with it. Okay. It makes no sense, but I yeah, enjoy it. Well, it doesn't it. make any, like a lick of sense, but that's why I like it, I guess. <laughs> Neither does Night Train to Terror. You know how much I love that. Well, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is It is not a requirement for a delightful film. You make no. logical sense. Of course not. It just has to be so over the top to me that it doesn't bore me, which this one doesn't bore me. So no. there's enough things that happen in it that uh, what the fuckery things that could only happen in this weird universe. That, yeah, it, it, it um, only comes close in the extended disco remix escape scene <laughs> where they're just yeah. they're just on horses for a while. And then they're in the yeah, for like five minutes. a while. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a travelogue for like yeah. 10 minutes where it's like, let's just. Go around the countryside. Let's let's get our money's worth. We brought this crew to England. Let's right. see. We paid England. for the song. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna use it. God damn it! It's also got some great fall foliage, which is it does. Why I wanted to cover it because it yeah. is that. When why? else do you cover this fucking movie? Because I was That's so part of confused and why we were gonna do. This. I think it has kind of a Halloween random. vibe too, just with them uh, in this haunted mansion type thing and being invited over there, and, and the cat person. Also. And the cat person, and the, the, <laughs> like I said, the fall foliage and everything. I don't know. It's a Halloweeny movie to me. It's got magic. It's got supernatural shenanigans. It's got comedy and horror. So that's always Halloweeny to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So those are my reasons. <laughs> I accept it. <laughs> okay. It is now Halloween <laughs> canon. What we were gonna do? Uh, what were we gonna do? The Funhouse, right? The Funhouse, which yeah. maybe we'll do at some point. But uh, um, that one's also trippy. Uh, do you have an overlooked gem for today? I certainly dippity do. Um, it is a little movie called I'm Dangerous Tonight. Mm-hmm. And it is a, and a is she? Is he? Is oh, she? yeah, she is very dangerous. She. Yes. Good. Because Good. it's Machen Amick from from Twin Peaks and Sleepwalkers. Oh. 
Oh. And she's a, I always say her name wrong. I always say like Medkin Amik. I think is, it's Machin. Is, it, is it Machin? Machin? Magkin? Madge? We'll just call her Madge. Madge. So Madge. Uh, not to be confused <laughs> with Madonna. Know, <laughs> um, she gets this magical red dress that like brings her sexiness and joy and all these things. But it comes with a price. Mm. And D. Wallace also gets this dress at some point, And it comes with a price. And Anthony Perkins is lurking around, and he he comes with a price, and it's it's a price a, is right. <laughs> it's a very weird movie. It's it, it it was made by Toby Hooper from The Fun House and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's all related, you know. And uh, yeah, it's, okay. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen this, but now that, like now that you say the, the title, I'm like, okay, well, yes. And who's in it's, it? It's it's made for TV, made for the ah. USA Network around the okay. same time as. Okay. B- buried alive and it just came out on right. blu-ray which i don't have yet but i just got from the kino shocktober sale so that's why it's on oh, on my mind and mm. uh i can't wait to watch it again because it's it's been a while so i remember it being hopefully. a good time hopefully it holds up yeah Here, here's hoping i only spent 12 dollars for the blu-ray though so that's not too bad i feel bad about it is it is it a sale on everything right now uh it seems like it like they've got Most just about things? everything mm. discounted I'll have to go look at that. Like I got one Blu-ray for like four ninety nine. Come on, four ninety nine. That's a steal. Perfect. I know. I was like, I gotta wow. take advantage of this. Fun, 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 fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have one for today, so uh, we'll go with yours, and uh, I'll take your word for it that it's wonderful. And uh, I mean, don't do that. That's really dangerous. <laughs> I'm dangerous tonight, really. That's what... very rarely do we like. <sighs> Like there's something that you absolutely love and I absolutely hate. Like we'll have very variations of like maybe like or dislike, but like yeah. I, I don't I can't think of a single film that like you absolutely hated that I loved or like vice versa. So yeah, I don't I don't think it's I think we're I think we're usually it's a little there. more in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there there's like if if we're being honest, there's really only about five or ten people in one's life that you can kind of trust with those things, you know? Because most people yeah. just kind of are like. What's everyone else saying about the movie? I'll just say I liked it too. Like you don't have to do that. Yeah, I don't... be truthful. Be be true to you. It's easy to get swept up in the social media of it all, but oh, still, yeah. it's you, you got to have your own opinions on things, and uh, mm-hmm. even if they're not the most popular, because there's probably going to be other people who agree with you, but maybe they're too afraid to say it. Yeah, and uh, you got to jump on. Don't do your you want to be their leader? You know, yeah, lead you, them you could, into the light. You could give them six magic rings and create a nice little demonic cult yeah. and do things. I don't know what we don't know what these people do, but they uh, what do they well, do for well, fun? some of them? You know, I, I don't know. Some of them are professional hookers or something. I think she is a yes. our dancer and I think swimmers, both, both and swimmers and sw- she she does she's a triple threat. <laughs> she is from the Linda Day George Pieces School of Multitasking. <laughs> You know, <sighs> tennis pro in a water... and investigator. <laughs> Ever done it on a waterbed? I feel like the most beautiful thing is smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed at the same time. <laughs> like, is it? I still, I need to find this out. I don't want to die without knowing this. I really don't. I'm going to be 85 and I'll be like, there's one more thing on my bucket list. We not cover pieces yet. That's, that's yeah, what's wrong with us? Well... Everyone, you can follow us, you know, everywhere. Do I need to tell you where? We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. H-O-H-H podcast. Is this really the first episode you're listening to us? I doubt it. Oh, God, <laughs> I maybe, hope not. Oh, boy. Maybe, maybe maybe you just love the legacy so much that you had to tune in for this episode. So 
and to which I salute you. Welcome, fellow traveler. You have found your niche. Yes. <laughs> and uh, HOHH podcast. And uh, on Instagram, home wasn't hard to tell. All one word. Letterbox, we're on there somewhere. HOHH podcast, I think. Who knows? I think so. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, this is our last September episode. And then we got, oh my goodness. We got some fun stuff potentially mm-hmm. planned here for October. And uh, yeah. assuming everything goes as planned, yeah. I think folks will enjoy it. It's a lot of, uh, I don't want to say classics, but like fun stuff. So there oh, we yes. go. It's always good. You'll have a good time. Uh, I don't know. Grab your pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Start carving because it's October almost here. Um, That's so exciting. And, uh, it's the, the most wonderful time of the year. It so. truly is. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yes, as always, thank you for tuning into our ramblings and uh, <laughs> interesting film choices sometimes. And uh, we will uh, see you next week for another interesting film choice. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, what will it be? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> 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 Oh, evil no. hurts my throat. Sorry. Oh, no. Evil hurts my throat. <laughs> Let the evil out, Kevin. Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> We're going to be evil. Okay. Not that evil. Not that evil. No, just a little less evil. A little, a little touch. Just take it back a little. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.